Telltale Pod Production. went to visit Amina in the South Beach Hospital and found Jenny already there. Amina had the mystery illness. In another ward, Claire Belcher was feeling as ill as Amina. The nurse told Mr Belcher they had found a strange bottle in Claire's pocket and they were getting it analysed. Claire told the nurse she had found it on the beach. The hospital was a popular place that morning. A strange visitor arrived on a bike with Martin running along behind. It was Ollie. But he soon managed to get himself dressed up as a doctor. But when a nurse came to ask his opinion, she was not convinced. He wasn't like any other doctor in South Beach Hospital. Martin and Ollie hurried off down a corridor. Ollie heard Jenny reading a poem aloud to Amina and joined in. He seemed to be reading her mind. He was so carried away that he ended up in Claire's ward, not Amina's. Mr Belcher immediately offered him large sums of money to make Claire better. Ollie managed to escape when a nurse came in. But she had bad news for Belcher. The analysis showed that the bottle contained polluted seawater. The illness would not be a mystery much longer. But curing it was another matter. Dr Ollie was now in the right room and he could see how ill Amina was. He took out the magic sphere and said that he could only use it once against illness. He held it out and Amina and Claire were both suddenly cured. It's a miracle, said the nurse. But as soon as Amina was better, she wanted to get on with the search for Charlie. They were going to need a miracle to stop South Beach from being blown up. But they had no better luck that day. When Jenny got home, she found her father hadn't had any luck finding a new job either. She wrote in her notebook, Mystery illness cured. Still no sign of Charlie. Not much time left. Joe Lowen was another person who was out of luck. 
He and the police had searched every inch of the hotel and not found a trace of the alien. He was getting desperate. If he didn't get a lead on it soon, he was going to lose his story and he would be a laughingstock. Then he overheard Chef talking to Martin about a spaceship. What he didn't know was that Chef had whistled it out of the sea by mistake. His whistle was just like Ollie's. Chef and Martin were both denying seeing the spaceship, but that didn't fool the news hound like Joe Lowen. He guessed that Martin or Chef must have the key to the story. And he thought he knew how to turn it. Lowen thought he was hot on the trail. He tried Chef first. He took out a lot of five-pound notes and tried to get Chef to tell him all about the spaceship. But Chef said, Don't know what you mean, sir, and asked him to leave the kitchen. That left Martin. Martin was in his room trying to stop Ollie breaking things. The alien was getting more and more clumsy. In the end, Martin had to lock him in. He decided to phone the girls, but on his way to the lobby, he saw Belcher going into his mother's office. Martin knew that could only mean one thing. As if he didn't have enough to worry about. Martin went out to wait for the girls on the promenade. But Joe Lowen got to him first. Seen any more spaceships? he asked. Somehow Martin couldn't stop himself. He told Lowen about Belcher wanting to buy the hotel. The newshound saw his chance. Maybe we could help each other, he said. He offered Martin a lot of money to tell him about the spaceship. Thousands of pounds. If only Martin had known what was happening inside the hotel. Mrs. Rowlands had just been about to sign Belcher's contract when people started ringing up to book magic weekends and space trek parties. Joe Lowen's stories had done the hotel some good. But Martin didn't know. He thought that everything was hopeless. Ollie was ill, his mother was going to sell the hotel, and anyway, South Peach would be blown up soon if they couldn't find Charlie. What did anything matter? 
he took Joe Lowen up to his room. He let him in. Ollie was asleep on the bed. Lowen went bananas. This was his story, all right. He grabbed the key from Martin and locked Ollie up again. He wasn't going to let him get away this time. He ran for the phone. Martin was very unhappy. Lowen had promised him money to save the hotel, but he hadn't given him any. And now he had taken the key. Martin knew already that he had done the wrong thing. But there was worse to come. His mother told him she didn't have to sell after all, and she thought Martin and his friends had deliberately started the magic and alien stories to bring business to the hotel. Martin realised what an awful thing he had done, and all for nothing. He ran upstairs as fast as he could, yelling, Ollie! at the top of his voice, Joe Lowen's coming! Joe Lowen was indeed coming. Very angry with Martin. And at that moment, Jenny and Amina got to the hotel too. They heard the noise and ran upstairs, followed by Mrs. Rowlands. They reached the top in time to see Joe Lowen open the door with Martin's key. They looked at him in horror. Lowen burst into the room, which was empty. He searched hopelessly for the alien. He didn't know what had happened, and Mrs. Rowlands knew even less. But Jenny and Amina knew exactly what was going on. Martin had betrayed Ollie. <laughs> That was another Telltale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share, and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com. Goodbye. 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 See ya. Bye. Bye. And goodbye. Bye.